0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. And On The Pace now, we'll uh, put the focus on Group 1 Harness Racing from Tabcorp Park, Menangle last night. Fred Hastings, good morning.
1: Good day, Simon. Yeah, it was uh, quite the night, um, uh, which I'll allude to when we catch up with our guest today, which is Jack Trainer. but... Uh, Quite incredibly, before the first race had even been run and the lights had taken effect, we had a, a fog roll in, something I've never seen. Fog pretty much during the day there to the point where it was going to be a problem, so we thought. certainly was for about three of the races, and then incredibly, you'd expect the fog to worsen as the night went on, but it actually lifted, and uh, we had a pretty good sight of the horses pretty much from races uh, four through to 10. We also had a, a very heavy downpour between races, so it was quite the uh, interesting night to be at the track, Syme. Um, just before we launch into some replays, um, of course, I just want to uh, comment on uh, a young driver who did a, a terrific job last night, Taylor French. First time she had driven at Manangle and her first drive yielded a win in the trot with uh, a horse called uh, Parisian Artiste. So well done to Taylor. Certainly a night that uh, Taylor's not going to forget. But I thought we'd go through the uh, Group 1s, and the first replay we're going to listen to was Race 5, and it was the two-year-old two-year-old Colts and run runoff, and Emma Stewart was poised to notch up 100 Group 1 wins.
0: Split 30 and 4, the half in 61-4, 700 metres left to go, Major Celebrity and Luke McCarthy make play. At its wheel now is Petrarca in second spot, approaching the 600, covered up the inner as first responder and then came back on the outside, Dangerous, who's had a good run past the cages. The next one on the inside is D-Y, naturally gifted, three back in the running line is about to make a move and the other's headed by Glenn Ferryman, but still the leader is Major Celebrity, 28-7 the quarter. Rounds the turn. Petrarca asks for the effort. Dangerous comes up three deep. Nowhere to go. First responder. Petrarca in hot pursuit of major celebrity. Climbing over their backs looking for a run was first responder. And Dangerous coming down the outside might even spoil the party. Four across the track. Have a look at first responder. Oh, it lets down with a devastating turn of foot on the inside. Grabs the lead. Grabs the win. Group one glory for first responder. Tight go second and third. Dangerous is in this photo here with Major Celebrity and Petrarca probably fourth. Captain Hammerhead, Steamtone So there's you know. the, uh, the Group 1 rob pacing Colts and Goldings final, Freddie, going to first respond for Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt
1: Yeah, 100 Group 1 victories for Emma Stewart. I think that was Mark's 11th for memory and it beat the 70-1 to 1 pop dangerous for Shane and Ryan Sanderson it ran out of its skin and Major celebrity and Petrarca, stablemates of the Winnerfield, third and fourth. But it was a terrific performance, by first responder. He certainly put the riding on the wall when beating the nostril behind Petrarca in his head. And uh, he's a very talented horse. We'll skip across now to the trot, the uh, mixed-sex trot. It was race number nine. And this horse, I think, is a trotter, a young trotter going places.
0: Uh, kicking away here as they swing in as the locomotive given its cue it's raced about eight meters clear 29 nine two the quarter it's put stevie g away running home okay as my personal jet and then a good battle behind them for the other placings but at the moment it's the locomotive with 100 meters left to go Ah, oh, it's finished the race just like one look at it go revels in the going and the locomotive too good Beats a brave Stevie G who had to race without cover all the way and held on to second ahead of the debutante. My personal jet and so port- sort of square gaiters there. The two-year-old mixed sex trot final, Frenny, and uh, the locomotive jumped at threes on there a dollar thirty-three and was too good for Stevie G.
1: Look, he's a very talented trotter. The locomotive uh, four starts for a second and three wins um, banked has already banked uh, in excess of fifty thousand dollars. And he's just a real tradesman, Simon. He gets into his work and he, he looks like a trotter well beyond a two-year-old. He is going to be a star, I'm sure, the locomotive, uh, beating um, a brave Stevie G, as I said in the call, breezed all the way over the 2300. And my personal jet, debutante, did a great job, and it's a horse to watch going forward. The last of the group ones that we'll listen to, it was actually the second one run on the night, but it was for the two-year-old pacing fillies, and it ended up being quite a, an exciting finish
0: the corner, 400 left to go, they trip the split in 29-3, and the leader, Locken Varzina, scheming's in hot pursuit, looking for a run then as they straighten up, Ludacris can't quite get into the clear, now it's out, and it's starting to close, and so is something about Ili, right down the outside, finishing brilliantly, it's Locke and Varzina, the leader, on the outside, something bout Ili, and also Ludacris, they hit the front together, on the outside, something bout Ili, something bout Ili, starts to forge away, something bout Ili, too good beats Ludicrous Lock and Varzina Matriarch. Then came Zuba. So that was line. the Group One T-Roll Pacing Philly's final Freddy and something about Arlie for Jess Tubbs and Jack Trainer. Too good for Ludacris and Lock and Varzina.
1: And uh Simon pleased to say that Jack, who had a terrific night at the office, joins us as a guest and on, on the pace. And congratulations on yet another Group One, Jack.
2: Yeah, thanks very much, Fred, and uh, thanks for having me on. No, pleasure. Look, uh, it, it was a terrific
1: performance. Uh, you were able to get back in the field and got uh, you were racing three back in the running line. But did you was that a, a, a pattern that you adopted there with uh, with her? She she does tend to have a good finish on her. Was that what you were hoping that there'd be a bit
2: of speed early? Yeah, I was hoping that. Um, obviously, speaking to Blake Fitzpatrick, who drove her the week before, he just told me that um, he thought she'd be best getting tucked away and driven for one run and um, yeah he was sort of of the opinion that if she did have the right run and she got brought into the race close enough she'd finish off as she did so he was spot on and um, yeah it was really exciting. She's a nice little
1: filly Jack she's had five starts she's uh, that was a maiden win last night and what a way to pick up a a nice big fat check but she'd also run three placings in the fourth so she's pretty much earned at every uh, start she's had and Obviously, uh, she's a, a filly that, that seems to be maturing as uh, she gets more race experience under her belt.
2: Yeah, that's right. Her form has been good. She looked ultra-consistent. And probably if people, anyone watched the heat, she was probably the uh, the heat the week before. She was probably the run, the eye-catching run of the lot. She made up quite a bit of ground up the straight from a bit further back. And being fresh up, she was always going to improve from the run, which she did. And uh, yeah, like you said, what a way to break your maiden in the Group 1 race. Absolutely, and uh, your first drive with her, obviously, in a race. Yeah, it was. um, Obviously, I got the drive only late on Friday, just um, through some poor circumstances that um, Blake Fitzpatrick, who had also been looking after her, Mm. uh, just had a little bit of a stable accident and wasn't up to driving um, last night. So in his um, bad luck, they were obviously um, giving me the drive and, um, yeah, something that obviously... A bit of bittersweet, but someone's got a driver, and um, I was really happy that it was me. I bet you were glad it was you, Jack. Tell me,
1: like that was the longer trip, and it's a bit of a test for these two-year-olds at running 2300 at Menangle and it was a wet night. It was a, a chilly night. Um, do you think she's going to be suited back to, to the sprint racing? Is she has she got a, a enough tactical speed early to, to be where she might need to be in a mile race?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think so. She's a um, lovely little filly to drive, and uh, she was a true professional. I think that only being, only having a handful of starts, she'll just naturally get better and better as they do. And, um, yeah, I've got no doubt that down the track she'll be suited to mile racing, but um, it's obviously a good sign, too, when they can go a bit further distance as their careers progress. The better races seem to be a bit more distance races when you're talking oaks and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's a good sign that you already know she can cover distance, and I've got no doubt she will go the mile.
1: You drove a winner for uh, Roy Roots Jr. at 33 to 1. Not often we see Jay Trainer driving winners at that price, but pitch perfect. And you took all the shortcuts, uh, Jack. And I'm told you went into the race with a reasonable element of confidence that if you got the right run, you could
2: blow them out. Yeah, that's right. It's it's obviously hard to be overly confident when you're $30 in the market, Um, but just his runs hadn't been as bad as probably what his form is the number form reads. He'd been hitting the line quite well, and the last time he raced over the 2,300 metres and took peak runs exactly how we had last night. He finished off really well and got quite close in this very similar field. So yeah, I wouldn't say I was confident, but I I definitely didn't write him off, and um, Although he had a lot of luck in the running and probably, as you said, got all the shortcuts and all the favours, yeah, I definitely wasn't surprised to see him win the race, that's for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's been, he's been a good little horse, too, for uh, for, for the uh, connections, and uh, like you say, going back, I think it was two or three runs back, he ran sixth, but he was only beaten about a length, so uh, he certainly had the riding on the wall. Your other winner, and Jack, bless you for carrying those uh, Harvey colours, those fluorescent yellow colours, because... By that stage, it was race three. The fog had rolled in, and I can assure you, I don't know what it was like at ground level, but looking down across the top of the fog, uh, I lost you guys from probably the uh, 600 to the... uh, probably the the 150 to 200-metre mark, and emerging from the doom and gloom were those fluorescent colours of Luke John, a horse that you train, and uh, uh, he did a good job, from what I could
2: see at least, in getting that uh, victory last night. Yeah, that's right. No, he he, um, he was really good, Fred, and that actually was a credit to you when I watched the replay last night. I think you done exceptionally well to be able to call what you did because um, it must have been, from what I was watching on the replay, you could obviously see a bit more than me, so I thought that was a credit to you. And It wasn't as bad at eye level, but, um, yeah, the fog's been a little bit of an issue at my on these Saturday nights. while it's cooling down a bit, but thank God for those fluorescent colours. I knew that they'd come in handy one day. They certainly did. I've always pay, uh, paid
1: tribute to those colours, and I'm sure uh, Mick will tell you that uh, is the case as well. He's He's been doing a good job, Luke, Johnny. He, he's probably, like he has won at Menangle before, but he's probably, we've seen him at his best when he's raced on the on the smaller track, and he did run second behind King Tiger, who came out on uh, Thursday at Bankstown and won their derby. So he's, he's been around the mark this horse.
2: Yeah, he has. He's um, probably come over from New Zealand with a bigger rap and probably, to be honest, we thought he would do better things. But he's been racing quite consistent at Penrith. um, Yeah, barely going a bad race. And he just showed his last couple of runs that he's been able to follow the pace. Hence why I thought I'd give him a try at an angle back into an MO. And I was really keen to get him in last night because of the 2,300 metres. I thought that most of his better New Zealand runs We're over the distance, either 2400 or 2600 metres. So it's probably fair to say that the quality at the moment of the 80s Raiders and the MOs are a little bit down just in the winter months, as it always is. And um, I thought, well, now's the time to try and give him his chance. And it just so happened that everything worked out perfect for him, too, and it really paid off. Jack, just quickly, because time's starting to beat us, but
1: some of your, your, your top flight horses include Stylish Memphis, BK Swy. Captain Mead, which won the Bankstown Oaks on Thursday, Orchid Strider, Town Echo. How are they
2: all progressing? Are you happy with how they're coming along and how they are performing at the moment? Uh, yeah, really happy with them. Um, all the mayors seem to be really good. Stolish Memphis is still in New Zealand and the other mayors that you mentioned will all race on September the 10th in a mayors free for at Menangal. But uh, yeah, everything seems to be going good, Fred. And all they all seem to be in the same grade at the moment, so it's hard to pick one out of the bunch, but really happy with how they're all progressing.
1: You've got a big job to do on
2: Tuesday. You're partnering
1: uh, a horse for David Thorne. Uh, No pressure. I've got a very, very tiny share in it, so uh, get around safe. (laughs) No worries. I think it looks to be a really good chance. Best of luck here, Fred. Good on you. Cheers, Jack. Thanks for giving us some time. Uh, Congratulations on another Group 1. You're racking them up now. You're training at about 25%. Um, in your career at the moment, winners to, to runners. So uh, things are going good since you've branched out, and we wish you continued success, mate. No worries. Thank you very much, Fred. Good on you. There he is, Simon. Jack, trainer time got away from us, but he's got a pretty handy stable. He just alluded to uh, some of his uh, stable of mares that he's got, and uh, he, uh, he's enjoying some great success at the moment. Uh, a good young fella and doing good things.